Hi, this is Adriana Trenta. God is a woman, and you're listening to Grizzly Kiki. You want fat fish? I'ma give it to you tasty. Bread it up, fry it, and dip it in the gravy. You want fat fish? Yeah, you know you want to try it. Dip it in the butter, make the fat count higher. Higher, higher, higher. Today's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker, an eye care brand that offers chic and modern eyewear at a revolutionary price. Simply put, your glasses shouldn't cost as much as the iPhone X. Warby Parker's prescription glasses start at $95. And they do sunglasses too. Buying glasses should be easy and risk-free, girl. Warby Parker's home try-on program lets you fall in love with your glasses in the comfort of your own home. You can choose up to five frames from hundreds of stylish options and have them shipped directly to you for free. That way, you can try all the frames and pick your favorite. And for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. Daniel wears Warby Parker, and now he can actually see me. And I'm considering a divorce. Hey! So to get started, head over to warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Again, that's warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Warby Parker. Modern eyewear made simple. Thanks a lot. This is Grizzly Kiki. I'm Robert, and I can't do anything bigger than a grande. I'm Daniel, and I can't do anything smaller than a Trenta. And joining us is Adriana Trenta. How are you? Hi, guys. Hi. How's it going? It's going good. Thanks for coming all the way to uh, to the next, like... You know, galaxy. <laughs> oh yeah. I mm-hmm. <laughs> when you sent me those instructions, I was like, wow, this is really detailed. I was like going yeah. through like the secret garden through like the hedge maze. Like you have to put three crystals in the statue, turn the doorknob. <laughs> Can you tell yeah. how many people I've given those instructions to? <laughs> I could tell because it was just like like this like hi, insert queen here. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's very Whoops. like No, at a certain point, like the instructions, I was like, once I found like um uh, like a set that worked. I was Idiot like, proof. Good. This because it, like, you know, it's kind of weird where we are. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and not all queens went to college, <laughs> right? True. Um. So yeah. So I was like, you know, just like easy peasy. Mm-hmm. When but you I, said you yeah. said when you said you were above like in like a store, I was like, wait a minute, like what do you what? And then I got here, I was like, oh, bougie. <laughs> I was like, wow, I forget that like people actually have like real apartments. How do you live in a shoebox? It's one of the benefits of living in an outer borough for now. For now. Because people are finding out about it. So we yes. never know. But yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, we usually start out the show by talking about stuff that we've done, like stuff we've watched or mm-hmm. um, things that we've heard or all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, do you have anything that you're currently obsessed with? Um, besides this new boy in my office, um, I am obsessed with, <laughs> have you, um, wait a minute, I, wait a minute, wait a minute. Tell us about the boy. Did you oh. sneak a photo of him and post it on Facebook the other day? No, no, okay. That was not me. I am not that messy. Oh. I am not that messy. <laughs> I saw not somebody anymore. post a photo of like their, their office 
crush. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, and now that you mentioned that, I was like, is that you? No, it's even worse. Um, I saw someone, um, Jim Silvestri post a photo of this guy, that, this hot guy on the subway. And I was like, I used to go-go with him at the cock. <gasps> and I was just like, oh my God, I know exactly who this is. I didn't tag him. I was just like, uh. Oh, but, no. No, yeah. Oh my God, this dreamy boy that literally looks like he just came from Montenegro. And oh my God, I cannot get any work done. Um <laughs> I'm probably getting fired next week. Oh. Um, but no, yeah. Uh, Is he a new hire? N- I don't know. I, oh. I, I My first time looking up from my desk, I'm just like, oh, hi. Hi, you're six foot two. You're dreamy. You're t- tan skin. Just, And then I realized I was not looking at my reflection. I was like, oh, hi. No. Um, <laughs> no. Um, have you actually... This isn't new, but I've actually gotten into New Girl. I just oh. got into it. My roommates are all watching it, and I think it's actually hilarious, but like not in like a straight humor hilarious. Like I think it's very okay. biting, just mm. like how like someone like me would get. Okay. Yeah. I've never I've, I've tried. I feel like so my niece likes really quirky shit mm-hmm. and um she was watching it was like a very particular episode where mm-hmm. someone goes to pick up the other person's mom from the airport oh. and it was like a whole thing oh like the first episode that I watched was when like this one guy just constantly kept shouting that he needed a condom throughout the rest of the apartment when like oh. she was having like a mother over or something oh my god I think the episode that I saw is mm-hmm. from like season five. Oh, I'm not there yet it's like very deep in not <laughs> Nothing How deep is it? <laughs> <laughs> About um, just 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 shy five of, in, <laughs> just just shy of the elbow. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the name of somebody's book. Um, oh. Just shy of the elbow. Jesus Christ. Um, the Dara Hyman story. E- yes. <laughs> Um, we went to see Janelle Monae's Dirty Computer Tour last week. Oh, how was it? It was really good. It, it was incredible. Mm-hmm. My com- my biggest complaint mm-hmm. about the show is the actual the venue. Where was uh, it? It was at the theater at Madison Square Garden. I graduated from there. That is a beautiful did you really? theater. Yeah, that is beautiful. Daniel graduated from there too, I yeah. think. Wait, did you well, go? no, I graduated in the stadium. In the uh, arena. In the arena. Oh. Well, because my... my uh, because <laughs> my 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 graduating class had something like five or eight thousand people in it. Where'd you go? Baruch College. Oh. So we had like fifteen thousand undergraduates. Mm. Um. So we gra- you, like we there was no room for us anywhere but the arena. Not even our own auditorium could hold us. Um. <laughs> but no, I like I love the theater there. It's very pretty. Meanwhile, I went to Pace and they could only afford the theater, the little <laughs> theater on off the side. I mean, I went to Purchase and we graduated on the lawn, like uh, next to the classrooms. My shit. sister went to like a, like a university of like like one of those like state colleges, and yeah. she had that same experience. I could not deal with having to sit in a black robe in the the beating May heat. I no. no. And if it rained, oh, it rained the day I graduated, and <laughs> so we got a tent, so we weren't in the sun because uh-huh. the sun did eventually come out. Um, but I remember my sister was like, when you, when like they were getting ready to announce your name, I stood up and my feet like sunk deeper into the mud because she was wearing heels. So, yeah. Oh, that's homophobic. Yeah. That's terrible. So our seats were, our our seats for the Dirty Computer Tour were like mm-hmm. nosebleed, like beyond nosebleed. Yeah. Um, and so it felt like we were in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And I've never, I've Like you're watching to... Trinity K. Bonet do Janelle Monet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Only like we weren't up high. Oh yeah, no, just far back. Yeah, we were just far back yeah. in yeah. like, a corner like we could see every it was just very 
strange. Mm-hmm. There was I actually know exactly what you're talking about. My parents sat there for graduation. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, we felt like we yeah. were in a box. And yeah. the, like the ceiling is like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, that fucking wall. I I mm-hmm. kept saying the whole show. I'm like, it's this wall's fault. It feels like we're in the parking lot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the acoustics weren't very good. So like, she sounded great, of course, but mm-hmm. like, she also sounded like she was in the next room. So there's yeah. that. Um, yeah. but um, it was a good show. I'm glad we mm-hmm. got to see her. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. She wore she wore the pussy pants, which made me very happy. She did wear the pussy pants. Did you see Honey's amazing. pussy pants? Who? Honey literally got pussy no. pants. Really? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. My friend, uh, my friend Whitney, uh, Whitney Newman. She's an amazing costume designer. Uh, follow her on Instagram, Black and White Striped, I believe is her Instagram name. Uh, she made the literal like recreation of like you could see the labia major, labia major. I don't know. I'm a platinum labia gay. Majora. I, I'm a platinum gay. <laughs> I do not know anything about the vagina. <laughs> the labia majora mask. Okay, that's oh all I know. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> that's so cool that she that's like. Amazing. Oh yeah, that she did that. And that's, oh, that yeah. was fast, wasn't it? Like, oh, yeah. Or, I, yeah, right. It, it's on her Instagram. It is so cute. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I have to look that up. I, yeah, it was just a like, great visuals, beautiful concert, great like feeling. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I we really were online to it. buy drinks, and at one point I looked at Daniel and I'm like, "Doesn't it feel good to be like around your people?" And he's like, "What does that mean?" And I was like the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Like there are a lot of gay people in this room. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for Puerto Ricans. That oh. was the, I was like my people. I'm like, <laughs> Which ones? There were there were a lot of um, there were a lot of women dressed as dandies. Mm-hmm. There with their girlfriends mm-hmm. or wives. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know. We, and um, <laughs> and yeah, it was just like there were a lot of. I, I was like, I I guess I never put it together that Janelle Monae had a huge lesbian fan base mm-hmm. or you know a huge queer, queer fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just like. I don't know. It was cool. I was like, we're here amongst our people. We also didn't go to Manhattan Pride, so that's probably. Yeah. Oh no! Like the queers are smart about music. Mm-hmm. They really know good music yeah. when they hear it. Yeah. I was also. I, I leaned in at one point and I said, you know, I've never been to a Melissa Etheridge concert, but I feel like this is what it would be like, but better. Oh, I like I, much better. I work at a concert venue that had Melissa Etheridge, <gasps> and oh my god, it. Um. Literally, it is exactly what you're describing. There, there exactly you go. Describing. There, see, exactly. What there you're we describing. go. Um, I. She also did a cover. It was like some cover night where it's like she was doing like everyone had to do um a song that was like a, a cover of some famous artist they were tributing. Mm. I can't remember the guy. And um, she said it's only fitting that I do. I can't. It was like I can't love you. Uh, like a man. It was like it was something. It was. I cannot remember this because I am a fetus and I do not know music that is past two thousand but <laughs> like the entire like someone had to explain to me because i didn't know who Mel- melissa etheridge was until the concert was over i was like she's a lesbian i'm like oh that makes sense <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love that <laughs> she's great uh, for um she's great for going to the drive-thru and singing come to my window to whatever oh my god person is waiting for you at oh my the god drive throughs I haven't been to a drive-thru since like 2012 oh. we went to a drive-thru today it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. I oh. love a drive-thru really oh they're so nice Where's, what's your favorite like chain Wendy's drive-thru? Wendy's why Wendy's <laughs> <laughs> you said that really quick don't I, well not only because we had Wendy's tonight wow. But, um, wow it was their spicy nuggets which they've discontinued and makes me very very upset but I still love Wendy's I 
I don't know why. The only car accident I've ever gone into was at a Wendy's drive-thru. <laughs> oh <my God>. Wow. <laughs> because I came a little too... I was a young driver. It was uh-huh. an honest mistake. <laughs> I got a little too close to the side of the building. You know how it's made of brick? Uh-huh. And it, it scraped a little bit of the mirror, and no one noticed it until like a week and a half later. Oh. So... Oh, no, it's fine. I've done worse. I've dropped the garage door on the back of my car once. That's skill. (laughs) The day before I graduated from high school, and my dad was like, I can't be mad at you. You're like, I'm graduating. (laughs) He puts down the belt. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, my God. It's very true. I have to say, I think about that every time we go to Wendy's. I'm like, I'm going to scrape. No. (laughs) I'm into that kinky shit. No. um, I think about. That's why we go to Wendy's. I hold the belt. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. Is that like, you know, carjacking fantasy? Oh, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know that carjackings no? happen that way. Um, uh, no, it's the hitting the brick wall <laughs> oh, no, every yeah. time because mm-hmm. they have a giant it has, pole. Has that lip as well. Off, yeah, like, the edge of the thing. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's dangerous. Um, it's a dangerous woman. Yeah. What else do we do this week? Well, we decided to put ourselves through Tyler Perry's greatest work ever, Acrimony. Um, have you? heard of this or seen it what <laughs> it is the most and and by I, like it's i'm being very sarcastic because it is the biggest piece of garbage worse ever. than spice world girl how girl. No, I'm saying, oh no did you by the way oh, did no, you no. hear about the oh, but like, i'm talking about ty- in tyler perry's world oh okay yeah 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 no, okay. spice world is its own mm-hmm. thing oh did you hear about by the way the someone put like a fan-made crossover between spice world and oceans 11 no, it, like they match. They made like the super trailer to like make it like this whole heist thing starring the Spice Girls. It works so well. Anyway, back to crappy movie star- with Tyler Perry. Acrimony. <laughs> it's so the movie stars Taraji P Henson, which mm. I, I don't know how he got her to do this. Well, she did Proud Mary, so I, right. But 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 even then, like so, Acrimony. It's like her basically getting revenge on this husband that she decided to kick out after twenty years mm-hmm. of him not contributing. But then. You know, like he he she kicks him out. This thing he was working on ends up making him million, you know, tens of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. He comes back, gives her a ten million dollar check, and apologizes and buys back her family's home that they that they lost. And okay, okay. Like you, you, hold on, you like always do this. Stevens? You always you always give spoilers. I, know, but I, I get that this movie was a hot sense. steaming pile of garbage, but that doesn't mean that people aren't going to want to watch it. They enjoy it. When did it come out? Surprised. It came out earlier this year yeah. at some point. Okay, so there's case, been enough. Yeah. There's enough room. In any case, it's such a like. It is, Can it, we talk about why it's his finest work yet, though? It is. Wow. That's because what we need it, to talk it about. It is every straight man's biggest... It, it, it like puts together every straight man's biggest fears about what his wife or girlfriend might do to him should he really fuck up. Like, it's every... Every, like terrible stereotype of like the hysterical vengeful woman uh-huh. is fulfilled in this movie it is oh. so problematic like it should <laughs> be called misogyny <laughs> like it's i love i love a crazy female lead don't mm-hmm. get me wrong mm-hmm. that's why i love our movies but this is different because this is there there's nothing sophisticated about it there's nothing deep about it there's nothing like there's no exploration of mental health which is really what what the movie's about. What the movie's well, what's what's supposedly behind it? Because mm-hmm. they once mentioned like borderline personality disorder, but then don't address the thing at all after that. Mm-hmm. And so, well, but the whole movie Taraji is in court ordered 
um, therapy. Therapy. Yeah. So yeah. she's telling no. It, she's telling the story up to a certain point, <laughs> yes, and yes, that's yes, when yes, she yes, goes right. off and does the craziest shit of all. Okay. So most of the movie, most she of is it. in court ordered therapy. It is literally like, like she's do just your favor, narrating. Do yourself from... a favor and watch this movie. It it is two hours long, but watch it with a friend because don't, and don't watch it sober. Yeah, and don't watch it sober. And yeah. whatever your vices, just <laughs> indulge in it for this movie in particular. Rush. We ha- exactly. <laughs> we had to pause it like every 30 minutes to check in with each other mm-hmm. to be like hold on did, this, did we just see this happen how does this make sense mm-hmm. and because the movie is divided into like five parts basically based on different words it's it, it's very strange i just want to know how he got her to do this mm-hmm. and i hope that this bought her 10 years of no favors for tyler perry because <laughs> she did not deserve this true Oh, wow, I think I know what I'm going to be doing when I get home. <laughs> yes, you must watch it. It's it's so good. It's it's so bad that it's good. Like it's it amazing. sounds like most drag shows. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. I'm yeah. kidding. Don't do that to drag. <laughs> Don't no. Yeah, I've, I've seen some anywhere. pretty bad drag, and this was way this is, more. This is worse than less the worst drag ever. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. pretty. It's pretty bad. Like mm-hmm. as bad as as like Cynthia's acting in the Empire Challenge. Oh, girl, her acting in the Empire Challenge was like Meryl Streep's Oscar-winning performances compared oh, to this. God, it was really bad. Oh, like God, dumpster fire of a movie. Like, wor- like even worse mm-hmm. than like Mac Bitch. Uh, yes, the Shakespeare Challenge. Worse, wor- at least that got nominated for something. <laughs> that episode got That's nominated true. for yeah, Emmy. Yeah. That's the. That's the. Tea. Do you know what's crazy? See, though, I Sir Tyler Perry knows that his movies are garbage, mm-hmm. so he keeps the budgets super low. Because this movie only cost, I think it was $20 million to make. And Taraji costs like $18 million now. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Like, how did he pay her? It made over $48 million. But when you think about $48 million in comparison to, like, how many millions did, mm-hmm. billions did the Avengers movie yeah. make? No, exactly. But he keeps it low, so he's making a profit anyway. Yeah. He also films everything in Atlanta, so I'm sure that there's tons of, like, um, subsidies for mm-hmm. him filming, like, when you film in New York and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like he can do whatever he wants and put it out, and it'll make money. Including mm. do a poorly green-screened, several poorly green-screened moments throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And just put that shit up on a giant. I mean, I I can't imagine watching it on this TV was embarrassing. I can't imagine seeing it in the theater. At one point, he's using a green screen that involves like brick on the floor, and you can see the green coming, like the that bright oh, you can green, see the green coming, coming through, through, the through at several moments in this movie. It's yeah. embarrassing. Like uh-huh. it's embarrassing how bad. Oh yeah. my god! Oh, yeah, that that's where the green screen was wrinkled. That's why we're saying, <laughs> yeah, no, but really, mm-hmm. that's always why we're iron your green screen always. Always, because if not... That's why we're saying it's his finest work yet, because it has so many different layers. Like, if there were awards for... Well, there are awards for bad movies, but, like, this could qualify for several different... Give her all the rest ...categories. Mm-hmm. Um, to wash away the stench of that, there's mm-hmm. Kim's Convenience, which is a Canadian TV show, mm-hmm. which we... It's not new. It's been around for, like, two years now, mm-hmm. and it was just renewed for two more seasons. Um, and it's basically... I know it's based on somebody else's work, but I can't help but remember Margaret Cho's story about her family owning a bookstore in San Francisco when Mm -hmm. she was a teenager. And this feels very similar to that. Um, It's about a Korean family who lives in Ontario and they own a convenience store and basically just like all of these things that happen around them. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't sound like much. 
But the show itself is just so um, like there's so much diversity in it, but it's not um, it's not like celebrated like the way that it is on American television. It's not it's like just there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you know, just of course, you know, in in your community, you're going to have you know people from the Middle East, people from India, people from you know like like Hispanic people, like Perfect from all example. over the place. Mm-hmm. Perfect example is the there's there's always like a little moment at the beginning of the episode that has nothing to do with the plot. Mm-hmm. So there's a part at the beginning of the episode. There are these two women in hijabs that walk into his <laughs> um, into his convenience store, and he. Dresses them each individually. Uh-huh. And there's a customer who's like, how do you do that? I can't even, I can't see their faces. How can you tell them apart? Uh-huh. And he's like, well, um, this woman always responds first. And then this other woman usually likes, you know, Swedish fish or whatever. Uh-huh. So he goes to the back to get something and the two women walk up and um, and they say to the guy, he never gets it right. We just don't have the heart to correct him. <laughs> it's just very cute. Mm-hmm. It's just very cute that like... Yeah. That's actually really cute. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, and one wears mascara, the other one wears eyeliner. That's the one that I like. He goes, you have to notice these. But he's like convinced of it. Yeah. So. It's, it's a really great show. Mm-hmm. Um, we binged both seasons that are on Netflix and are really excited about the third season. Mm-hmm. And um, the fourth. And the fourth. So <laughs> I'm very excited about that. And then last on our list. Okay. This is sad. Is the Pose finale was this past Sunday. Are you watching Pose? Okay. I got I was on Fire Island and for like a weekend and I watched all of Pose up until the finale and I'm so mad because I didn't see it yet. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Well, I mean, I saw the like the legendary reading that uh-huh. Electra gave, and oh, oh yeah. But I'm, I'm excited for you because like now you get to experience it uh-huh. for the first time. Like, Unless you whole, spoil it for me, which I won't. No, I promise, we're not doing I won't because <laughs> I don't remember enough. Oddly, but um, it's such a great finale. Like mm-hmm. it's just wonderful. It's just a good just show. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not even like yes, the finale was great because mm-hmm. like you know everyone like which is rare when you see a finale mm-hmm. um, these days. Everyone kind of got along. Everything kind of got wrapped up nicely. You know that 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 type of stuff. You don't really it's see that finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, the thing that sucks is I have not been looking forward to watching anything on television before this started airing. And so to yeah. take this away, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, Insecure starts next month. So like, mm-hmm. yes, let's get That's excited a different, for that. It's like a different, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a different like category. A, yeah, it's a different cate- category. Mm-hmm. Is right. Post. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna miss. Did but you yeah. have you enjoyed it? What you seen? Have, oh, okay. So the first episode that I actually saw um, was the one where Billy Porter's character is throwing the benefit for all the people that were in the ward that were mm-hmm. with HIV, and it was also the episode where his boyfriend died. So I and then they had the whole moment where the music was changing, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so powerful!" And then the last five seconds with Evan's character just falling in love with the uh, woman behind the glass, I was just like. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was a really intense episode. Oh, and but like, see, that was my first episode, mm-hmm. so oh, I damn. had so I had no idea what was going on. I had to be like, wait, who, 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 who? And then the final moment, I I ran out of the room, and I was like, you mean to tell me that this person with this who what? And yeah, no, <laughs> I was completely mind blown. And I'm not a big fan of Ryan Murphy's work. I'm not a big fan of it, but mm-hmm. yeah. Pose is the tits. Well, because he was smart this time and brought on people who know about this community to like basically do the work. Could you imagine if Jessica I mean, Lange came in and was like... Oh, <laughs> no. 
Doesn't she play someone's mom? No, tell me she no. doesn't. I'm pretty I sure. I can see her as like the doctor. Who was who played? Oh, Kate? she would be. She would. She would be the doctor. doctor. It was Christine Ebersole. Sorry. Oh my god, Not who to, played um um Kate Mara's mom? Yeah, I liked her. Character. She's like in one of the first episodes. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. like quick, like. But it's just and it's that. so <laughs> slick and 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 gets it right in so many ways. Oh you know, god, and yeah. and even when it's not like being accurate, it's still being important. Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel like there's one episode that's not important in mm-hmm. some way, mm-hmm. and other than being good television. Oh my and god. I I can't wait for season two. I like, I, it, it I will want be it now. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be amazing. So this is important it. television, and I'm very mm-hmm. very excited. We need to have more viewing parties for it because yeah. honestly, like this show is very important. Yes. Oh, there would be you have so many activities around it too as part of a viewing party. <laughs> Are you listening, Bars? Hire me. I will do a viewing party. You can have a posing challenge. Like, like, it would be very interesting. Yeah. I don't know. So, Tony Soto actually talked about this on his show. Mm -hmm. About he... So, he has an event that he hosts. And they... um, At the bar that he... uh, At Precinct, which is where he hosts it in L.A. Mm -hmm. He... um, uh, they do a rerun of Sunday night's episode of Pose Mm -hmm. on Mondays. Mm -hmm. And so... He's like, the only two episodes I've seen were the ones where I had to work right after. And everyone was like crying and sad and all this stuff. And then I have to do this comedy show right after, mm-hmm. which is like not, you know, that's, not really how you want to start. Out. That's why like really like American Horror Story didn't work. It's like a viewing party I found. No. And also just because no one really wanted to like watch a drag show after sitting through Fire oh. Island either. Yeah, no. Oh, that. That. Well, yes. Well, let's wait a minute. Let's but, leave it at that. Oh, oh, are you talking about that show? That the show, reality show. The reality show. Oh, girl. <laughs> we tried. We tried so hard. Uh, I gave it, it one episode, and then I realized I was like, "That is why I don't go out Fire Island every summer." Well, I mean, no, that's a lie. I go out Fire Island a lot, but that—that's not your Fire Island. That is not my Fire. <laughs> that, is, that is not my Fire Island. <laughs> Only respect what? for my Fire Island. <laughs> Um, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about you. Oh, my favorite subject. <laughs> so stick around. We'll be right back. Oh, hi, it's me, Robert. And I have a question. Do you shop on Amazon? If so, you can be a supporter of our show. Just go to grizzlykiki.com and click the Amazon button in our menu. Anytime you shop on Amazon using our link, we'll get a small commission on everything you buy. And it's free. There's no cost to you as the money comes out of Amazon's pocket, not yours. So bookmark it, use it, and every time you buy from Amazon, you'll be helping us keep the key key going. We're back, and it's time to talk about you, Adriana. Oh. Are you ready? I am ready. Um, so tell us about your name. Right. Why'd you pick it? Okay. What's going on? Well, um, Ariana Grande was taken, so I couldn't take that name. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's a good drag name. <laughs> yeah, that's a great name. I hear she name. does well. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Catch her show every Tuesday. Um, no, um, Adriana Trenta. So this is a little bit of like a backstory. Um, I was growing up in this very sheltered, uh, like white picket fence town, and I was always a black sheep. Um, I was closeted until I was 20. And when I went to college when I was 18, I really had sort of like an awakening to everything. Okay. And where, where, oh, sorry, in the country. <laughs> oh, um, I am actually from a small town in Massachusetts called Northeastern. Um, it is so podunk, it is smaller than like literally like Foxborough, which is where the New England Patriots play. 
Okay. Like it is it, like literally Jojo grew up in the like the town over from me. Jojo. Oh my god, Jojo. Like the leave singer. get out. Like leave get out. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, he's right now. Yes. What? Please right now. P- ah. It's the end it's- of you and me. Okay, we have to stop though. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So I went to, uh, so I was in Massachusetts, uh-huh. closeted, the, all this other stuff. Um, I was outed my sophomore year of high school, and I was very much just like a loner. Oh I went God. to New York. Oh, oh yeah, it's a whole thing. I went to New York City for college. Um, I went to Pace, mm-hmm. and I had a gay awakening. I was like, oh my God, what is everything? And um, when I first fell in love with the idea of drag was when I was watching season seven of RuPaul's Drag Race. I've been watching a couple... Like, I started with season five, and I worked my way up. Okay. And Break Free uh, was the lip sync that Candy Ho and Jane Dior Fierce uh, did. Uh-huh. And I kind of... It, that's when it clicked. And I was just like, oh, this is amazing. This is everything that I want. Like, I want to be that, mm-hmm. like, them on stage. Particularly Candy Ho, because she had a very beautiful ponytail. Oh. And... See, I wanted to be Jane and Dior Fierce, because I love the, what she was doing in that, like, Orange is New Black outfit. And because she survived. E- uh. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, amazing. Yep. But, um, so, that was when I was also coming out to my parents. So, um, the coping song that I was, like, sort of, like, everyone has, like, sort of, like, that gay anthem that they listen to to, like, sort of, like, feel powerful. And, like, when I was really down, it would be break free. So, Ariana Grande has followed me ever since this. And Adriana Trenta really is just sort of, like, a perversion of Ariana Grande, which is basically a summary of my drag. Like, I take, like, visual references and I put it on its head and I sort of do something different with mm-hmm. it. Um, like, I do that with Britney Spears. I do that with any sort of pop culture reference. Um, and also just, like, like I remember when I did Adriana, like, I sounded it out and everything. And I thought I was so clever. And then I got to Miss America, my first real big girl pageant, and Carson Kressley could not pronounce it to save his life. No. And every single time he was just like, oh, Adriana. Um, and I was I, like, I didn't have it in, in my heart to correct him. And then I just, but then after I left it, I was just like, oh, he's right. It would have been smarter to have been Adriana Trenta because Ariana, Adriana. No, it was, I was, <laughs> I. I'm partially to blame for that name, but also at the same time blame Ariana Grande. There you go. I have to confess something. I'm struggling to remember to say it as Adriana because I've been pronouncing an Adriana. Oh, best believe I listened to the Ritzy Bits podcast and I was like, that's not how you say my name, but okay. (laughs) Whoopsies. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Whoopsies. With the the baby powder. I I wanted to kill her for saying that. (laughs) I was like, we do not talk about that. Wow. Everybody uses the baby powder at some point. Oh, she also she also brought up like a lot of stories that like I was like the nameless girl in a lot of those stories. And I was just, oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. I was just like, Ritzy. Listen, I said it I said it when we had her on and I'll say it again now. You're doing it right. Thank By going you. out and showing like showing your growth, that's mm-hmm. how it should happen. Mm-hmm. And who said that first? Bob, Bob the, the fucking drag queen. Drag queen. Now you know what's yeah. funny. Um I've used that answer mm-hmm. in pageants before because I heard you say it actually. Really? Like, oh. like, I, like a question that I sometimes get in like the in like the pageant sort of like Q and A thing is uh, like advice that you give to like an upcoming drag queen, and I always think back to that. Mm-hmm. It's such sound advice. No matter what you look like, you mm-hmm. really should go out yeah. and just that's how you build confidence. That's how you make friends. Mm-hmm. That's how just in general like, it should happen. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. how you get your makeup off because eventually just like melts. Yeah, mm. melts. Oh, my know? makeup doesn't melt. Nope. Oh, ours did in the beginning because we were using liquid makeup and not setting it. Oh, girl. Well, I I, I used to block my brows with like the glue stick, and I would like mm, I would oh look like Chewbacca by the end of it. So now you use Prozade? No. Oh, I use lace glue. Stop it! How do you get it out? It's easy. Oh no, not like not like real girl lace glue, like spirit gum. Oh, like spirit gum. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Use like spirit gum and like and like a mm-hmm. little bit of like wax. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I, no wonder everyone looks at me so strangely when I say that. <laughs> not like real girl lace like, glue. Because like lace glue doesn't come off. I was like, you have eyebrows. <laughs> well, yeah, my, I am. I am a man. Like, you have eyebrows. My first thought was, these are lace front eyebrows you have on right now. <laughs> I kind of want to eyebrow reveal. I want to I want to live in that world for just a little bit longer. Let's not not correct that just yet. Can you imagine? We're like, God, uh, the lace is unclockable. <laughs> I just Face shave. Tune. I shave them off, and they're back like two weeks later. Um, oh no, I I am not good enough at drawing on brows to shave them off yet. I am. Um, you mean boy it. brows? Like or, boy brows? I'm, oh, I don't. I don't shave. Well, I have well, brows in general. Yeah, I have glasses, so, so I don't. Nobody ever notices when I shave them, mm-hmm. which is the best part. Well, stencils, girl. Well, no, I mean like I. Uh, just in general, like you've seen what I look like. My brows are just like ones over here, stencils. ones on my chin. You get tattoo stencils. Uh-huh. They're they literally go on like a headband, and you mm-hmm. and you're done. Now that's what I did. Now my family would notice that though. They don't know. No, I no, do drag. I mean for drag. No, like, but like they don't know that I do drag. So like going home and being like, oh hi, they'd be like, something's off. <laughs> what is it? Like what? What are you? Ta- <laughs> you just pretend, and they'll be like, "Did you get a haircut?" Or buy fake like- glasses on St. Mark's. Mm-hmm. No one will notice. One time, I accidentally <laughs> went home and I forgot all of my like regular shoes, and I only had my sneaker wedges that I used to wear. Stop it! And everyone was like, "Why are you an inch taller?" Only an inch. Only an no. inch. No. <laughs> wait, wow. wait. So you forgot everything except your like your uh, drag sneakers? Yeah, no, no. Like I forgot. Well, not every. Like I remembered my clothes. Oh, okay. But like, <laughs> but like when I was packing my bag, like I had like black sneakers that mm-hmm. looked exactly like my sneaker wedges. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and no, yeah, <laughs> not happening. I. Uh, yeah, I would just, I would love to have been like the fly on the wall for that conversation. <laughs> You're like, what? I, I grew. I grew, exactly. Oh well, no, everyone's God. shorter than me anyway, so oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, you mentioned that Break Free was your like gay anthem, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I was curious if you have one, Daniel, if you have like a. You know, I was just thinking about it when mm-hmm. he, when. Because um, you he, saying that, I immediately was that? like, mine was I Turn to You by Mel C. Like, <laughs> okay. I was just like, mm-hmm. so mine, it's very like sappy. It was a song that was playing mm-hmm. the first time I walked into what would be like my regular oh, gay bar mm-hmm. after I came out. Bar. It is, and it's Million Dollar Bill by Whitney Houston. Houston. Oh. Literally, it was just I, I used to go to Sweet uh-huh. like every weekend, Thursday to Saturday. Oh yeah, and Wait, Sweet. Mm-hmm. I used to live around the corner from there. Yep, I I went there. God, I, I started going to Sweet when Sahara was was still there during Sahara season. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Yep, and sh- and even before she they got let you on under age, girl, please. <laughs> <laughs> You're so kind. Wow. No. Um, so that's where my friends and I would go all the time. And the mm-hmm. first night I mm-hmm. walked into Sweet, they mm-hmm. were playing Million Dollar Bill. And I was like, oh, I love this song. Mm-hmm. And it just like takes me back every time I hear it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if like 
Oh no, it's anthem, but it's just like it's, well, it's so your good. It's yeah, your like you have that. Like mm-hmm. everyone has that one anthem where they're like, "Oh, I know everything about mm-hmm. this song. I have the stems. I yep. have. I love it when she does this live. Mm-hmm. Oh my god." There is yeah. one time where, like, my favorite thing is collecting Ariana Grande stems. And it's so geeky of me. Ritzy and I do this. And this is how we bonded. We would send each other just, like, acapella audio clips of, like, God. her doing stupid notes. And, yeah. And to the point where I literally put it in my mixes now. That's really mm. funny. I love That's that. That's called me being a stalker. Well, but you know. <laughs> It's on brand. On brand. It's, uh, well, not with of. the stalker. I was like, what? Yeah. No, 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 no. Not. <laughs> what? What? With the with the Ariana Grande connection, uh, uh, the, yes. I'm sorry. Okay, sure. Yes, she does have great stems. <laughs> um, <laughs> really does though. Um, so pre Adriana, mm-hmm. you worked in nightlife. Oh, uh, we're gonna talk about that. Okay. We are gonna talk about that. <laughs> we do our research. Oh God. Oh God. Uh, well, the Facebook is still active. Um, yes, I did work in nightlife. Um, uh-huh. I, okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, I was in college when I was like like any other gay boy. They would like try and sneak into all the bars, and I had a terrible ID, so I couldn't get in. And the first bar that I went to was a Halloween party at Penthouse. And I remember feeling so good about myself because all these menses were coming up to me being like, oh, you're so cute. You're so skinny. You're so amazing. Yada, yada. And I was just like in this like rinky dinkle underwear Halloween costume. And then I said, oh, my God, I can be a go-go boy. And then I remember looking at my friends saying like, I'm going to do this once. Like if I'm doing this in like a m- for like a month, stop me. Flash forward to like three years later. And here I am still being a go-go boy. <laughs> So it was fun. It was fun though. So you still to this day Oh no, no. No. Uh I do not do that anymore. Um I I have shall we say um uh put on a, a healthy weight. Drag weight. Uh, no, drag weight. I have actually I, that's a valid thing. Mm-hmm. No, but I also realized that go-going really wasn't healthy for me. Mm. It really sort of like made me like overvalue my body and mm-hmm. overvalue sort of like the attention that people gave me. Mm-hmm. And I realized that like it it really did like a negative effect to me. Like hmm. like I always try and like tell boys that like when they want to go into like the scene to have like an anchor to the real world mm-hmm. because it really is like a dark like rabbit hole that you can fall down. And Sam never thought of it that way. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I have seen boys get messed up from it. And I'm well mainly because like all these porn companies are like basically yeah. stealing these boys and like signing their lives away. Mm-hmm. And I would just get like I would be the one that wasn't offered the contract. So mm-hmm. I would just be like, well, oh. thanks. But um Yikes. Yeah, no, I but go going was fun. It gave me a lot of adventures. Mm-hmm. Um of course no one knew about it until I made the Facebook. <laughs> and um yeah, no, it was so much fun. I got to go like all these different states, all these different mm-hmm. like sort of like trips, met a lot met a lot of people doing it. Um, although gogoing is also the thing that caused me to do drag because one summer I was told that I wasn't fit enough to work on Fire Island, and I said, "Well, I guess I'll stop then." And then I said, "Well, I guess th- I'll, I guess I will start doing drag now." And then I loved it, and I said, "Well, gr- thank you, thank you for calling me fat." You know, way to way to put a really good spin on that because yeah. like that's awful. I will not say that person's name because he probably forgets that he said it. But that's but, a terror. Like I've I I wait, heard of like a bar manager or just like no, a person. It, w- it was like a big time person who uh, who like hires go go boys for like a lot of parties, and I was working for him for years, and then it was literally just like, yeah, sorry, you're you're not. 
And I'm just like, uh, like, meanwhile, I was like, like ribs showing. Like I was like, like I got what he was saying. Like the city was going into like this sort of like muscular craze mm-hmm. and I was just not fitting it. So I just said, you know what? Fine. You could just tell, you can see all my muscles. See ribs. <laughs> like once you can see them, it counts. Exactly. Oh my God. I've heard of people saying those things, but I've never met somebody to whom that has been said. And that's awful. Yeah. No, it really, it broke me. And then I listened to Break Free a bunch of times, and I said, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And n- now you've entered the most supportive field of all. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bald-headed lie. Girl. Well, well yeah, I mean, hi. I mean, you know. Girl, I'm right there with you. You're go- I mean, it just goes away. <laughs> and it, it, it makes wigs much easier to put on. How do you glue a wig when, or like secure a wig? Gluing, I understand, but how do you gl- secure a wig when you're bald? Glue. Like all the way around your head? No, just in the front, and they're very tight, and they don't go anywhere. Oh, mm-hmm. but like you, but like you whip it. Oh, I mm. no, I don't. No, I'm not that type of. Oh, I throw my neck I just I walk very carefully and make uh-huh. sure nothing falls apart, uh-huh. and then yeah. If I had to whip it, I'm sure that I could. But the way most of our hair styled doesn't lend itself to like whipping. Yeah, I, can, I'm I like, can mess up some of those wigs. I'm like, no, we just did this one. So yeah, no. Um, yeah, that's that's my favorite part is when we're done styling a wig, I put it on and start whipping it around. And, and he's I, like, stop! What are you doing? And I'm like, no. Do, do the Cameron Michaels it. thing, the side, side, mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. center mm-hmm. split. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He loves Minus to like the split. Make, me, <laughs> make me have a. Heart I was like, attack. really? Oh wow, yes, center split. Nope, not on purpose. Anyway, <laughs> twirl, big girl. Um, <laughs> that was my favorite line on season nine of Drag Race. Yeah, twirl, big girl. So okay. I mean, so um, so you fall into drag mm-hmm. basically, and so how did you like? Just, like you just decided to do it, and then what? So I decided to do it, and it was so you think you can drag that really mm-hmm. like I saw it, and I danced for a couple of queens in like the previous seasons, and I remember being so attached to the idea of doing it Mm -hmm. and i just loved the idea of competing so i went for it i did it got top four my season i loved it and i said this could stick and i just went for it. i went full-fledged into it i was graduating from college at Mm -hmm. that point and i was just like i have nothing left to lose Mm -hmm. it's it was so magical it really saved my soul honestly Mm -hmm. and I met so many friends and it was when like I really met like Ritzy and like my sort of like close group of friends that I realized like this is like this is it. Mm-hmm. This is really this is really where it kind of like goes from there. Um, I would be guesting at all these amazing Queens shows and I just yeah it, it there's really like, no, like almost nothing to say about it. It's just like I kind of feel like I'm living the dream. Mm hmm. Well, Min- like minus the money, but lot, well, <laughs> you know, you surround yourself with a lot of supportive girls, which I think is the like the key to this. Well, you know? I have some really great friends mm-hmm. through track, but it for a while I remember being surrounded just by like the negativity of the community and just getting bullied by a lot of queens, and it was just like it. It wasn't until I got in until I was Ritzy's drag daughter for a mm-hmm. minute and everyone was going to her being like, oh, my God, like she, like she is doing everything wrong. You need to correct her. She's like and that Ritzy and I even had like a fight over it. It was like it like the toxicity in the drag community almost broke up my friendship with her to the point. Well, everything's great now, mm-hmm. but it got to the point where we realized like. Both of us realize that, like, the only thing that's holding back ourselves is us. Mm-hmm. Like, l- there is yeah. nothing that stops anyone from doing anything. So it's literally just surrounding yourself with positivity. 
Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, that's very important. And um, we kind of get, I mean, we, we're not as involved mm -hmm. in the drag scene as we could be. Mm -hmm. um, but we sort of get, or at least I get caught up in the negativity of it sometimes too, as negative as I can be. Mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, I do get caught up with it. And I sometimes wonder, like, why am I obsessed with this? It, I had, you know, it's the, that th those nagging thoughts. And yeah. ironically enough, this was also when they had the challenge with the... Um, uh, the inner saboteur on Drag Race this season, uh, and I was just—I now do that where I'm just like, okay, like, like, mm -hmm. nice to hear you, Karen. Go away, and then yeah. like I kind of just go back and do my own thing. Karen, is that her name? I mean, I, I just pulled that name out of nowhere. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great name for her. <laughs> I know it's like like we. That's actually my aunt's name now that I think about it. <laughs> How's your relationship with her? Oh, she's lovely. She got into a fight with my mom over the fact that they, that they don't support drag. Work on yeah. Karen. She, she's my mom's twin sister. Oh. And I was like, yeah, no, like, Girl. yeah, no, it was because my parents found out about drag when I was doing So You Think You Can Drag. Mm -hmm. And I told them like, oh, my God, I'm in the finale. Please come support me. And they were like, it was a lifetime special. Like they came down from Massachusetts. They had an intervention. They were like, you need to stop dressing in women's clothing. We're going to die before you see we see you perform. All this horrible, horrible things that you could say to an impressionable 21 year old. Um, and. Yeah, like, m at this point, no one else in the family knew. And then, like, I was scared to tell anyone. And <laughs> now, flash forward to now, everyone in the family knows, except for my parents who think that I quit. And, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, they literally said, you need to quit or we will stop supporting you. And I said, okay, fine, I quit. And, and then, then you turn years... on your heel and perform <laughs> at New World stages. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> two years later, I'm still doing it. They're like, can I quit after this one number, please? <laughs> like, I'll be right back, I promise. Hey, right back. No. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, no, like, it, it really caused me to live, like, almost like a double life for a oh while. Oh god, that's insane. Yeah. What was their reaction to you coming out? They, <laughs> I told them when I was getting on a train to go back to school. Okay. I was so scared of their reaction, because I was so scared of getting, like, written out of the will or anything mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, and they were like, well, I told my mom. And that's the only person I actually that I told because she was like, we knew something was up. We didn't know what it was, um, but we didn't know that it was this. And then I go to school a week later, I get a text message saying, so I told mom or I told your dad and sister. And I'm just like, really? You couldn't let me do do the emotional like monologue and have my <laughs> moment. This was my moment. <laughs> Yeah, no. So they were they were they didn't talk about it for a while. Okay. They did. They were very much like I love how we're like writing it down like it's therapy. Um, no, they just didn't talk about it, and they <laughs> swept under the rug. Yeah, it's so wow. interesting. Jeez, yeah. I feel like that's almost better than I don't know. I I my parents. Well, my parents talked a lot about it mm -hmm. when I first came out, mm -hmm. and then they talked about it never. Mm -hmm. And then it got to a point where I chose to bring it up at the dinner table every night mm -hmm. as like a... Like, like, did you see this episode of Drag Race, Mom and Dad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I've talked about it before on here, but uh -huh. um, my dad hated when I would watch Drag Race in the living room. Like, he oh. fucking hated it. Yeah. Um, but your dad watches, like, the Spanish right. drag competitions in the oh, Canary the, Islands. The Switch? No, no, no. It's called a, a Gran Concurso de las Gran Canarias. I forget what it is, but it's uh -huh. in the, the Canary Islands. It's, like, the largest drag competition in the world. And there's really? a minimum heel height of 20 inches. What? Yeah. So all 
the 20 queens. centimeters. 20 centimeters. Crazy, oh, which is sorry. About I was, sorry. 20 inch. centimeters. I was like, 20 inches? Well, you know what? Because the que- most of the queens perform on stilts, basically. Yeah. Oh. And so it's like, it's 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 every type of drag you can think of mm. on an enormous stage with set pieces and On everything. enormous heels. Yeah, and yeah. it goes on for like two days, I think, or like a week or something. Shh. Anyway, it's outdoors. There's a huge stage, like oh thousands of pe- tens of thousands of people. Oh my God. But his father watches... Those competitions, but yes. Drag Race is a weird thing. Drag Race is a no-no, yeah. Yeah, it's a no-no. Yeah, my parents were like, you watch what you watch, we watch what we watch. Yeah. And it, from there, it was just like, no, like, oh. no. But I mean, it's things are getting better. I always believe in positivity. I always believe in sort of like having an open conversation about things and sort of working towards something better. Um, I'm not giving up on it, though. They, they will come around. Mm-hmm. They will be in one of my shows hopefully soon, but... Until then, I will just be. I guess. I guess I looked good for a dead bitch because they think that I'm dead. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Because yeah. you're you're very active on social media and you're very active in nightlife. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that they're like they they see your social media presence. Oh no, th- or... th- they. Okay, so I have my go-go Facebook that mm-hmm. I don't use anymore. I have my drag Facebook, and then I have my boy Facebook mm-hmm. that I don't use anymore mm-hmm. they don't have any social media they are very much uh, like okay. they're, they're 60 they don't oh, they're, okay. they're like they're like like freedomnet.gov said that donald trump said that they, oh yo yeah it, it's no mm-hmm-hmm. they are oh. the most stereotypical general like i uh, like uh baby boomers that you can mm-hmm. possibly think of not baby boomers what's that generation right after it the no they're baby boomers at that age i think i think they're like because my dad's almost 60 and he's a baby boomer. I think. They're baby boomers at heart. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> no, yeah, they... Oh, my goodness. <sighs> so, yeah, they yeah. are closed-minded, but they are potentially going to be open-minded soon now. Well, that's good. If I have anything to do about it. I, I, I think that's promising. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to take another break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about Grapes of Sass and what that's all about. Ah, that sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Buy your tickets now. Um, so stick around. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Quip, an innovative oral care brand that makes it easier than ever to maintain a healthy brushing routine. The simple secret to great oral health is good technique, consistent brushing, and regular upkeep. Do away with the myth that more power and features means a better clean by trying out their beautifully designed electric toothbrushes. They also take the guesswork out of replacing your toothbrush by delivering a new head and fresh batteries to you every three months. Shipping is free and you can cancel at any time. We use Quip and it's made us smile more because our teeth are actually clean. Quip is offering you, our listeners, $10 off your first refill by signing up at tryquip.com slash kiki. Again, that's tryquip.com slash kiki. Quip, oral care designed for a modern lifestyle. We're back and it's time to talk about grapes of sass. Mmm, sounds delicious. Um, tell me about grapes of sass. What's it? What is it? Okay, so, um... I actually work at uh, this lovely concert venue called City Winery, and they are these amazing people. They're super liberal. They believe in so many good causes. They put in a lot of money towards Puerto Rico. They put in a lot of money towards uh, the Human Rights Campaign. They are um, they are an amazing group of people. However, for some reason, they have never had any sort of like LGBT programming for any sort of uh, any shows of theirs. Like the most like. 
prideful they'll get is like having like because like they're literally just down the street from Stonewall, but they have oh. never been engaged with the community. So me being my flaming self that I am, <laughs> I said, "So when are we doing a drag show?" And then I went and dragged my staff party, and they were like, "Oh, you're serious about this? Okay, sure." And this <laughs> has been like a baby. Pro- this has been a baby of mine for a long time. It's going to be an amazing production uh, with Safira Cristal and Gilda Wabbit, and it's. It combines sort of the best elements of drag where there's like the biting comedy, there's the wonderful uh, production value of all the different numbers, and then there's also, my favorite part, we're doing an entire celebrity impersonation panel. So every there's an entire section of the show that's going to be Britney Spears, Whitney Houston, whatever you, whatever like the diva is that like they want to do. And I believe, because New York City does not have that really. Like, Rise Bar used to do that and I fell in love with that with Aquaria and Andorra. Mm -hmm. And I fell in love with that because it's it's my drag taking Mm -hmm. sort of like an iconic visual reference and twisting it and making it something else. Mm -hmm. So it's been a baby project of mine to really do this sort of like female celebrity impersonation cabaret Mm -hmm. and City Winery gave me the space to do it and it's now a venue that's supporting queer artists through this. It is now getting involved with the community Mm -hmm. and it's also an all ages drag show that Mm. is the best part of this that's amazing it is not since it's a concert venue Mm -hmm. there is no sort of like 21 and up like you Mm -hmm. have to even though it's a winery like you don't have to sort of like buy a bottle of wine so any of these uh, like how many colleges are in new york city how many of these gay boys are compromising their personal beliefs and morals to go to all these bars and potentially be exposed to all these like really nasty things just to see the queens that they love on mm-hmm. drag race well, i mean hey i was one of those boys some of us were happy to do it <laughs> well i mean like like i well no because i didn't start like Sorry. i was very like sort of like i would sneak into the bars but i'd be so afraid of going to them and, and mm-hmm. like like yeah like that's not going to stop anyone from going out and doing it mm-hmm. but it's creating that space where everyone is welcome and everyone is allowed mm-hmm. to sort there's of, like, no like tension art. about being found out that like you're underage and like mm-hmm. you get booted out exactly you know, and banned or or, or arrested or something <laughs> mm-hmm. like that because I remember when I would be underage and I would be sneaking to the bars and I remember the first time I had a cop raid at the bar that I was at what well I mean I was also at the cock but <laughs> oh because <laughs> oh. I'm like I have never had oh, been and in a bar and where had, the cops have raided and I had alcohol in my system and I was like wait if they breathalyze me and I get ID'd I get arrested like oh uh, all this yeah so I really believe in empowering the youth and I really believe in sort of welcoming all ages and all ethnicities and all sort of religious backgrounds and because and, our our normal concert goers are like the 50 year old white man mm-hmm. and sort of getting to expose them to that sort of like this is what drag is this is what the lgbt community mm-hmm. is and it's a, an amazing platform i'm so excited That's about really it really cool yeah and we're gonna have bottles of wine that have our faces on them Stop. <laughs> yeah. that's really I'm, cool i'm so excited about it oh my god is there any like like is it just any bottle or did each of you like pick a type of one? Oh, it's going to be a 2016 Syrah that they because it's a winery mm-hmm. as well as a concert venue, so they make everything in house. So we're getting a special 2016 Syrah that is the grapes of sass with my face, Safira, and um, oh Gilda my on God. it. 
Wow. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's all custom. Oh, yes. Oh, I love it. It's not just a sticker. And it's not just like a little like like a little like rinky-dink stage off mm-hmm. in the corner. It's like, no, this is a... There's like lighting and There's sound. lighting. There's sound. There's a sound check. Oh, there's a dressing room. Your ceiling's not falling down. <laughs> oh, there's, not a, there's not a crack in the tile uh, mm-hmm. right in front of the stage like an icon. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know about that. I heard about the hole at Macri in front of the <laughs> oh, yeah. in front of the bar um, that apparently they finally fixed. There's no they, red light that washes off yeah. all the makeup. Oh, no. good. Yeah. Okay, so you're not in danger. Oh no, this is like <laughs> this is state of the art. It is it is going to be something that is like the best of everything about mm-hmm. drag, which I am so proud of being able to produce. It's been such a baby of mine. It's a, so like a labor fun. of love, really. Wow. Oh. Yeah. And how'd you get these two girls to be involved? Well, Gilda was a sister of mine that I kicked the ass of on So You Think You Can Drag. Um, (laughs) She's been a friend of mine ever since I started drag. And um, Sophia Christophe. Then she was Beverly Leslie Sills, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, she was. Still a slut, but, you know, different name. Um... Sophia Cristal was the actually the person that I danced for in Miss America the year before I did it. And she was always like the sort of like big sister role to me mm-hmm. and really gave me a lot of great advice. And I was really trying to get queens of different sort of not only ethnicities, but also different sort of styles. Mm-hmm. Like I like they both are wonderful live opera singers, but mm-hmm. Sophia offers this whole different side of drag. So I really wanted to get all these different queens involved with it. And like if like the, sh- the show's going to eventually grow into like sort of like a monthly thing, I'm happy to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when that happens, we're going to be inviting all these different guests mm-hmm. and all these different performers. Um, but really, sort of like the core of it is like we're going to have all these different faces that represent all different facets of drag. And it's going to be amazing. I'm just I cannot stop. I can't say I love the whole concept of it. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, I have a brain. <laughs> <laughs> Contrary to popular belief. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Yeah, it's it's we're pulling out all the stops for it. Um, Gilda literally lives in Kentucky right now, and she's still yeah, signed she on moved. to and she signed she on to back. be monthly. Yeah, wow. And Safira Cristal lives in Philadelphia. She's coming up for this, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a party. Incredible. Friday, August 10th at 11 as well. So it's also good because for all those people that are out of towners that come to New York and realize that there's no drag on weekends Mm -hmm. and then you're literally just down the street from Stonewall, it's a party. That's amazing. And where can they go to like buy tickets and all of that? All that can be on citywinery.com under Grapes of Sass. And we'll be sure to add a link to yeah. the show notes on the website. So look there. Thank you. And you're very cute, a very cute flyer too. So we'll put post that. So it's like I make all my flyers. Thank you for calling it cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to talk about this listener letter that we got? Yeah, why not? Yeah. All right. Okay. So we got a message from Claire, and Claire writes, Well done for surviving RuPaul season. <laughs> it really, it really was like surviving it. This, this was rough. Year. Oh um, yeah. I've listened to you both for a few years now, but finally getting the confidence to write in. This isn't so much of a question, but more appreciation. My twin Amy and I love listening to your podcast. The way you play off of each other really reminds me of Amy and Amy and I, and we love talking about all the things you cover. I love your Friday podcast as I enjoy learning about both about you both and the many new things you bring. I also love your interviews with Queens. They're very personal and don't just ask them the bog standard questions. And I looked up bog standard and it's like um it's a British term for like mundane, everyday, useless, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fun? Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I saw a lot of bog standards. Did you know the boogeyman came from the term bog? What was that? The term boogeyman came from bog. I didn't know that. Yeah. That 
Oh, yeah, because he lives in the bog. Because he lives in the cherry bog. Yeah. 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 There we go. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm a cis white straight woman, and you've really brought information and issues to me that I wouldn't know know about if I didn't listen, and that's so important to me. I also want to seriously thank you because I suffer from a lot of mental illness, and on my bad days, when I listen to your podcast, it really comforts and lifts, lifts me up. You make me laugh so much, and I just love your conversations together. Please know I support you in everything you both do. Claire. Oh, thanks. Aww. Thank you, Claire. That's very nice. Thanks for writing <clears throat> in. I'm sorry I practically butchered that message, um, but thank you. <laughs> I, I, I really love this message from Claire. And I, mm-hmm. I thought it would be a good um, opportunity for us to talk about self care and how yes. how we each take um, take measures to involve self care in our everyday life. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you had any like anything that you do mm-hmm. in particular. Well, I always try to keep an anchor in the real world that's outside of any sort of project that I'm working on, any sort of out of the office, out of drag, out of everything. Okay. Um, whether it be a friend, a hobby, a TV show, I really find that there has to be sort of like a, at least like once every other week mm-hmm. or maybe like once a month even if right. it's really busy where I have to say, okay, like we're not talking about drag. Like, hi, my name is insert government name here. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and I really sort of like self-care has gone down the toilet i found like there's so many you hear all these stories about these people being run ragged mm-hmm. and it's just oh what do you guys do because i need to take some notes i stick to music like to me music is always the thing mm-hmm. that um that like pulls me out of it and it makes the people come together yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um yes that <laughs> makes the bourgeoisie and the rebel yes <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, for me, it's always music. I always look to, um, I'm trying to think, I feel like there's, there's usually, I mean, my lately, since I've decided to subscribe to, um, Spotify, Mm. um, I indulge in listening to songs that I didn't really know about before. And it's sort of embarrassing to say that I didn't know this song before, but Mm. my go-to, like, I'm feeling kind of down in the dumps and need like a, Mm -hmm. um, a pull out of that. Was Break Free by Ariana Grande. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, um, It all comes full circle. It's, um, oh my God, why am I blanking on the name of the song? Ain't Nobody by Shaka Khan. It's you didn't really... even know about that. I, even I knew about that song and I wasn't Wait, allowed to listen really? to girl music. You I, told me this. I knew about it, but I didn't know. So I knew, uh, I think it's Mary, Mary J. Blige's cover uh-huh. of Ain't Nobody uh-huh. was what brought it to my attention, I guess. And that's what I'm b- embarrassed about. And so now it's literally like, there was a, there was a period where um, Daniel would be like, oh, empty the dishwasher. And I'd be like, absolutely. And I would put on Ain't Nobody and empty the dishwasher. Like, it was a very... I was like, I'm going to bring positive association to this oh my God, uh-huh. so that's what we just need every time I want you to do something. Yeah, just song. put on Ain't Nobody and yeah. I'll be fine. Um, oh, we're going to be cleaning also, all the closets this weekend. Oh, you're going to get sick of that song. Oh, girl, Also good. helps that it it helps if i'm stoned like it Uh really helps i have also been on a talia kick lately which you've noticed oh it's been nice oh you've liked it yeah i I felt a little i felt a little embarrassed about it so i mean i prefer her instagram honestly but her instagram is really cute do you know who we're talking about no no. (gasps) i thought you were talking about a type of weed and i was just like what is this (laughs) she has her own instagram she should have her own type of weed though Um, I was like, I don't smoke. I don't only, know what this is. The only bad thing about uh, Thalia is that she's married to Tommy Mottola. Uh-huh. Yes, that's the head of thing. Sony, uh-huh. who 
Mariah Carey was married to? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only negative thing. Mm-hmm. But other than that... Thalia is a Mexican great. pop star, and oh. she... It's like Mexican Madonna. Y- oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Second she... Coming of Selena? Uh, no, different. It's very different. It's very, very different. different. It's like yeah. pop. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. It's... Um, it's something that, or she's some someone that I um, that I started to fall in love with in high school, mm-hmm. and um, now so he's my, gonna become a Talia impersonator. I mean, just like me. I um, I wish I wish I could. So, yeah. There's mm-hmm. actually one of my friends knows a Talia impersonator, and when she was pre- when she was pregnant with her first child, um, the Talia impersonator threw himself a baby shower. So. Um, I think that that is going to great lengths to <gasps> stay Imagine true. what you can do when Adriana gets pregnant by Pete Davidson. Who's Adriana? Adriana. <laughs> There we go. See, it worked. It's I know happening. it works. So it worked. I am a work. dumbass for doing it, Adriana. Um, yeah, but you can throw yourself a baby shower when um, Ariana has Pete Davidson's baby. Oh my god, I, that is okay. <laughs> I am not obsessed with her enough to think that that is a good idea. I do not. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about that relationship. No. I just don't. I no. don't. Strange match. I don't know. But it's none of my business. It so. is. It is none of our businesses. God is a woman. It is none of our business. That's true. Never, none, it's true. Not at all. Oh my god, I remember that video messed me up. Really? I just learned that Madonna was the one that voiced the Pulp Fiction oh, yeah. thing. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Oh my god, I, well, I mean, I watched it at midnight and I was just like, oh, like, I couldn't even make it half the video. It's a strange video. Oh, it's amazing, I love it. Yeah. I don't get the gophers, the, right? Yeah, the gophers, gophers are the hedgehogs. only part that I'm like, yeah, we could have done without this part. Yeah. Everything else is Oh, great. that's about capitalism. Oh. I'm kidding. No, it's not. No, it's not. I don't know what it's about. I mean, I'm just let's... glad that it's not in the track <laughs> because I was really worried about that. I'm like, I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay for this one and download it. I hope there's not any of that like weird, like animal screaming in it. Uh-huh. I was very excited wow. when it wasn't because I was like bracing myself for it because I don't you like clenching. I, yeah, I was you like, yourself hemorrhoids. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And um, wow. Yeah, it was really, uh, it was really good when it didn't have it. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about the relationship. No, either. no, no. Do you have a self care? Oh, yeah, um, like back to the question. <laughs> I clean. I clean. Can you come over to my apartment? I clean when I'm like <laughs> sad or angry, and I need to like refocus mm. on it and figure mm. out like why I'm angry or sad. Um, our apartment gets really clean very often. Um, hi. Like, I take on projects in the apartment to do that. Um, and if I'm not feeling like doing that, I dive into something creative like, um, sewing or learning, learning how to make corsets for no good reason. I did that with sewing. I mm-hmm. took up sewing when I was in such like a dark place. Uh, it was right when I was just like feeling like I'm done with drag. Like, mm-hmm. no, yep, no. Sewing. Oh my God. It's so therapeutic. It's so, yeah. I mean, I'm working on like a thing right now and I, I make all these dresses and don't wear barely any of them. But it's so ever, nice to have but... something to show for uh-huh. it. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's so much fun learning. Like I, I, I basically like teach myself new skills if I need mm-hmm. to like refocus or like, you know, practice self-care. I'll just learn mm-hmm. how to, even if it's not sewing, just learn how to do something new. And then I'm like, ah, now I know how to do that. Oh my God. It's that, it, that I changed myself, my yeah. self-care tip to that. Mm-hmm. That is because I've done that. Yeah. Oh. And it refocuses you immediately because I feel like when you're participating in either neglect, like, you know, cause there's self-harm and then there's just like neglecting yourself mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And if you're participating in any of those, like you have to really focus on 
those things, you know, because mm-hmm. you have to be very active in it. And so if you refocus and become obsessed with something new that's healthy or you learn something or read a book, learn a language, whatever will keep you engaged. Mm-hmm. I think that that is a way of transferring that um, that obsessive focus to something that's positive and not harmful, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that that's what I do. The next thing I want to do is I think it's called um, like bullet journaling where it's like a really organized way of taking notes and uh-huh. like like what you do on a daily basis and uh-huh. it's supposed to be super like structured, but I... That's a whole other thing. You know what I, I used to? Yet. You know what I used to do um, in high school. Actually, I really wanted to go to school for art, mm-hmm. so I would do like all these like different sketchbooks and everything. Um, but I discovered my favorite form of medium when it comes to creating work is just taking a ballpoint pen and just after you like sketch out the image, shading it completely just with writing words. Oh, hmm. that's really cool. It can be a sentence. It can be like a diary. It can be whatever yeah. you want and just shade the entire uh, image. And it's so therapeutic. And oh it's, yeah. That's practically medieval, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They used to do that in the Middle Ages mm. in, in these like uh, big manuscripts. That was one of the art forms where they'd have a, like a, a crucifixion scene or mm. a, you know, o- always religious scenes. But there would be poems written inside yeah. of the images. Yeah. Mm. That's really cool. And like literally, like I remember I would write like, I hate so and so, just like written over and over and over again <laughs> to the point where it's just like, because it like it shades it, mm-hmm. it looks, and I I would dare to say that I'm actually a great artist. <laughs> you see my face. I'm a great painter. <laughs> Why <Or>, laugh it? Because <laughs> I think it's really funny. Earlier you were like, you see my eyebrows. You see what I do. It's just it's a very um <laughs> the dichotomy of it all. Yeah. <laughs> I was I'm glad that to have been uh, a witness to the increase in esteem, self-esteem. What is it? I don't know. I don't know. What Thank I'm you. Thank I don't you. know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're going through a change. I'm going through a change. Right now, life. you're in a state of mind you want to be in all the time. Mm. Uh huh. <laughs> Falls off roof. Picking it up. Picking Aww. it up. It was such a good video. It it fucked me up. Yeah. Have you seen the behind the scenes? Yes. That entire thing where it was just like she there was no sort of CGI Mm -hmm. with it. It was just turning. She was hanging and and when she was like hanging from the stairs, I was like, Ariana, I didn't know that I loved you this much. Uh Like she shifted Selena Gomez off Uh the map for me with that. The turning hallway Uh that she with the dress that she's walking down. Yeah. She's doing that live. Yeah, and then she just jumps for no good reason. Like I'm like, oh, I had somebody new to love. I was uh-huh. really, I was very excited by that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, in almost every Ariana Grande music video, there's a shot of her lying down. But she didn't plan that. She didn't realize it until God is a woman. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of her lying down in God yeah. is a woman. Yeah. The vagina painting alone. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I want to get a bodysuit yeah. just of that. Oh, that thing. Did you see, what was that? Uh, the annoying kid that does the makeup that's like the first male cover girl? Oh, Charles James. I, I, I thought it was James Charles for a second. Is it, oh, Charles James it's is James a designer. Charles. Oops. James Charles. I yeah. don't like him. I, was th- I thought I was confusing James Mansfield with James no, Charles. No, 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 no. I was, no, no, no. yeah. He did, he did like a recreation of it. I was like, ugh, it's good, but I hate you. <laughs> Something about him. I wow. Mm. I don't like him. Back from positivity to negativity. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, it's back and forth well we're actually gonna so um i thought of this and i don't know if this is like a unique thought or whatever but i want to end every episode with an attitude gratitude moment um so attitude is where you talk about something that bothered you and gratitude is where you talk about something that made you happy and you know grateful that it exists Hmm. um do you want to go first daniel sure okay um i don't have an attitude (laughs) 
I do. I do have an attitude, but not 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 this week. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just gonna go for gratitude, and uh-huh. it's it's very vain, but it is the baby foot peel. It is the most amazing thing in the world. Uh-huh. It I've been seeing this on the TV, and I'm like, do I want to try this? Do I not? Because it's supposed to like you put on these booties for an hour, mm-hmm. and then like over the it's you put on that booty for only an hour. Yeah, and then it goes away. <laughs> Thank you for catching my shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Thank you for getting my joke. I got it. I was like, mm. <laughs> but you put on the, 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 these pair of booties that have this like acid gel in them, and then your feet look the same when you're done. Mm. But then it, it's all supposed to like go away, like all the gross like skin. It's, it's really a, it's disgusting. a chemical peel. It's for a chemical your feet. peel for your feet. And yeah. I was like, mm. I could just give myself a pedicure, but I bought them mm. for both of us, and we did them this weekend. And literally within two days, it's mm. like. I feel like a snake, and I'll just leave it at that. Like, mm-hmm. amazing. It works. Go buy it on Amazon. It's incredible. So I'm very grateful for that. Because mm-hmm. it was like a totally um, a manicure in a booty. A pedicure in a booty. Mm-hmm. There we go. I'm very happy about that. Love me some booty. Right? <laughs> Adriana, do you have a... Uh, anything for anything? the segment? Uh, um, <laughs> anything for the segment? Do you want to talk about something? Um, <laughs> I ha- Okay, so I, is it the attitude first? or is Whatever it the- you want. Okay. What, however you want to do it. So I've had this problem recently. Not recently. I've noticed that it's been a thing that's been since the dawning of time. A lot of the the sort of like ecosystem and sort of economy of drag that has evolved just from drag race being a thing where everyone suddenly has to have all of the newest clothing, all of the newest wigs, everything has to be custom styled. And it's causing all of these people to be overworked to the point where they can't, not just they won't, but they can't take on clients because suddenly all these drag race girls are coming up to them and saying, hey, I need this in two days. Mm-hmm. Here's like $5,000. I'm not sure how this is actually it goes around, but it's like, here's like X amount of money and like, I need it in two days. Can you get this to me? And then they're like, well, this is this person. I can't say no to them. Mm-hmm. So then, the 10 other girls that were going to pay them the same amount of money that aren't on Drag Race, they basically are left out to kind of fend for themselves. And I'm not really... I don't know how I feel about it. Just because it's really causing this sort of, like, totem pole of drag, which isn't... It, it's not fun. Drag is about mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. However, I am very grateful for um, that because it taught me to be self to be self sufficient and to be independent. And mm-hmm. I'm very thankful for my sewing machine. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. go. I was going to say, take it as an opportunity to, oh, it's um, such to teach a, yourself. Yeah. Oh, yes. It, it is such mm-hmm. an opportunity in disguise. It's great because it's like, oh, I don't have something. Oh, I can just make it. Yeah. Like, that's the best thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's empowering. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so my attitude is going directly to designer Abraham David Levy um, for misgendering uh, Ashley Marie Preston uh, on her Facebook post about... Uh, so Ashley Marie, Marie Preston posted uh, saying that uh, she calls bullshit on the fact that RuPaul didn't hasn't said anything about Pose. The entire rest of the LGBT community is, you know, just full of amazing things to say about Pose. And uh, Abraham David Levy thought it was a good idea to come and uh, comment on Ashley's post and say say something to defend Rue for whatever reason and misgendered Ashley as a man. And several people had to comment saying, Ashley's a woman, Ashley's a woman, Ashley's a woman, before he finally acknowledged one of the comments and said, I've decided that she's a man. And now he is trying to backpedal and say that he didn't un- he didn't know the gender, the, the gender of the person who is posting and all of this other bullshit. 
And this is a person who has designed clothes for Pose, has designed clothes for numerous drag race girls, most recently Miss Cracker. Um, I know that he has... Uh, All the celebrities. He, a lot of celebrities. I, I can't remember. Just check his Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or don't. Um, <laughs> because that's kind of the point of this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But um, it's just like how, you know, we were talking last week about, um, I believe we were talking about this last week, how um, there's, yes, about misogyny in the LGBT community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And here is a shining example of what that looks like. And... Um, and I would urge any drag queens listening to this to not support him because he deserves to learn a lesson for being transphobic or phobic, as he put it. Um, he also doesn't understand prefixes or suffixes. Um, it's he's just, you know, hard time with the English English language. or whatever. Well, isn't English a second language? Is it? I've I don't know. I don't know if it no is. Idea. I don't know if it is. I'm just saying, like, using trans as a noun. Mm-hmm. And it just it's shit that bothers me when mm-hmm. I see it. Like, there's no, such, there's no such thing as a trans. It is a trans person or trans folks or, you know. I hate it when people say gays, <gasps> too. Oh, God. Yes. The gays. The gays. gays. The gays. Put, They're yeah, one I unit. Can't. I'm going to give everything to the gays that they want. Or was that? It's like, what? The Erica Jane quote. <laughs> oh. Everything the gays want. I mean, to be fair, she has given us a lot of good stuff. Um, uh-huh. But <laughs> um, pandering, Robert. I'm pandering. Sorry. I I listen. When I saw the video for One Hot Pleasure, or I forget what song. Maybe it was the other one. I was like, this was made for me. Um, Just for you. Custom. Custom. Custom for me. Custom. I hate it when custom. <laughs> Back to back to these custom designers. No, um, yeah. So um, just apologize, like a- Abraham David Levy. If you find yourself without any customers, just apologize. Like that's literally all this takes. You made a mistake. You misgendered someone. You fucking doubled down on it like an asshole. Apologize and learn from your lesson and learn to be a better person. Mm-hmm. That's basically all this is about. So figure that out. And also don't ever, ever, ever. And this goes for everybody. Don't ever come for Ashley Marie Preston. She is the closest thing that we have to like a deity. She confronted Caitlyn Jenner. Like she deserves all the awards, all the money. So don't ever come for her. Mm -hmm. And my gratitude goes to a one Aubrey. I forget his last name, but Drake. Drake, who wrote In My Feelings and dedicated it to this podcast by saying grizzly keithy do you love me are you riding say you'll never ever leave from beside me because i want you and i need you i thought i'm down for you always drake we're down for you always too i thought that i would be the only (laughs) one that was corny enough to make that joke i was sort of hoping you'd make it and i was like i'm gonna write this down just in case did you see that uh drake like the drake lookalike has like the OnlyFans account no Oh, yeah. Oh, that's oh, such yeah. good news. I'm going to write that name down when this is over. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for being our guest, Adriana. This thank you for so having me. Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. Tell our listeners where they can follow you and remind them where they can buy tickets to Grapes of Sass. You can yes. purchase. T- you forgot the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> but look at that alley oop. You fucking filled in the blank. <laughs> That. She's old. She can't literally. She forgets things. Well, uh, my name is Adriana Trenta. You can find me on Facebook, 
Instagram at Adriana Trenta. That is A D R I A N A Trenta, like your Starbucks order. Um, you can also find me on Craigslist, well, not Craigslist anymore. Um, BBRT, OnlyFans, uh, Christian Mingle, um, all under an explicit name that I probably can't say on the air. Um, and also, you can purchase tickets for Grapes of Sass at citywinery.com backslash, I think it's Grapes of Sass, but correct me if I'm wrong, it's on the website. Mm-hmm. And we'll post a link yeah. to all of that so yeah. you guys can go buy your tickets. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we are Grizzly Kiki on everything. That means Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so be sure to follow us. You can send your questions to grizzlykiki at gmail.com and we'll read them on the air. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for listening and we'll see, see you next Friday. Friday.